Get in and get out. That was the goal of a rescue mission. It never, in Obi-Wan's experience, worked out that way. Obi-Wan carried Dara along the twisting trail. They were close to the village in temporary safety. Every once in a while, the patrol pursuing them would set off a rocket. It always fell short of their small band, but it was not a comfortable distance. The village is ahead, Sawara said. The village had been large and prosperous. That was easy to see, even in the close darkness. Clouds covered the pale moon as they filed swiftly through the streets, looking for the best shelter they could find. Sawara and Obi-Wan chose a building packed in the middle of a crowded street. Thanks to a half-destroyed wall, they would have lookouts on all four sides. Yet there was enough shelter for Dara to stay warm. They wrapped her in a thermal cape. Sawara administered Bacta to her wound. It doesn't look bad, Obi-Wan said. A line appeared between Sawara's eyebrows. That is what worries me, she said in a low tone. She should not be unconscious. Will you allow me? Jove Dalen spoke up gently. I trained to be a medic before my scientific degree. She came closer and bent to examine Dara. She touched her with gentle expert hands. Without instruments, it is hard to tell. It appears that she is in shock. Is it possible that the blaster bolts carried a chemical charge? It is possible, Suara said. It is what I feared. The problem was that it was often true, but not always. She needs care that we cannot give, Jove Dalen said. Her gray eyes were compassionate. But her vitals are still good. The Bacta should help. We need to get her to the temple, Suara said. Master, I will go, Anakin said. Obi-Wan turned, distracted. Go where? To the Harridans. I'll negotiate a truce so that we can continue to the transport. What makes you think you will get within a hundred meters of a Harridan without being attacked? Obi-Wan asked. Anakin kept his gaze steady. I'm prepared to risk it. Obi-Wan shook his head. No, that is not the solution. Sawara joined them, closing her comlink. I've contacted the temple. They will pressure the Harridans for a ceasefire, but it will take time. No one is sure who's in charge on either side. They are sending a medic to us, but it will take two days. She glanced at Dara. What if it's too late? Can we risk moving her? Can we carry her to the transport? It's still kilometers away. Tick Verdon spoke up. We can all take turns. We aren't as strong as the Jedi, but we won't let you down. Thank you, Suara said quietly. We have other options, Obi-Wan said. I'll be back. Anakin took a step toward him. Do you need me, Master? No. Obi-Wan hurried away. He regretted the brusqueness of his answer immediately, but he would work quicker alone. He needed his own perceptions. And although he didn't like to admit it, he needed time alone to think of a way out of this. Obi-Wan shifted from shadow to shadow. He explored the village thoroughly. When he'd finished, he knew that the village had once had three bakeries. He knew who the mayor had been and that she'd had three children. He knew that the school teacher had driven a yellow speeder. He just didn't know what to do next. He saw faint light through the forest. He climbed to a higher vantage point and trained his electro-binoculars toward it. The patrol was camping outside the village. No doubt they did not relish a night battle. They would attack at daybreak, he was sure. 
They knew that the small band was trapped. He walked slowly back to the hiding place, hoping an answer would come to him on the way. He had hoped to find a small forgotten cache of weapons, some usable transport. But anything that had not been destroyed had been looted. Obi-Wan stopped. Not looted, he suddenly realized. The village had not been looted. It did not bear the scars. It had undergone a siege, that he could tell. But the valuables hadn't been stolen. They had been removed. He retraced his steps. He combed through the buildings, now knowing exactly what he was looking for. It didn't take him long. He found the first tunnel opening in the closet of a prosperous house that was almost empty of furnishings. The opening was set into the floor of patterned wood panels. If he hadn't been looking for the seam, he would have stepped right over it. It was cleverly concealed in the design of the wood. He lowered himself down into the tunnel. It had been clumsily dug, but it was reinforced well with plastoid tubing. He kept his bearings as he wandered through the underground walkways. There were several exits. One was in the back of the school, one in the clinic, and one opened out deep in the forest on the other side of the Harridan camp. Obi-Wan returned to the others and beckoned to Suara. He explained what he had found. Should we evacuate now? Suara asked, glancing at Dara. We'll be taking a great risk if we try to sneak by the Harridan camp. Too great a risk, I fear, Obi-Wan said. If it were just the four of us, it would be one thing, but we can't count on the scientists. They've been on the run for weeks. They're worn out. I think we need to strike an offense first. Now. They're settling down to sleep. It's the best time. If we can knock out their tracking devices and some weaponry, we'll be ahead. Suara nodded. You and I must go. We should leave Anakin here in case. Obi-Wan nodded. He was glad Suara didn't hold Anakin's rash action during the battle against him. But when he told his Padawan their plan, Anakin seemed crestfallen at not being included in the attack. This is important, Obi-Wan told him. You need to protect the scientists and Dara. Suara and I won't be long. But you might need me, Anakin said. It's a large patrol. Obi-Wan spoke gently. The best thing you can do for Dara is remain here to protect her. Anakin looked down, struggling to accept the order. As you wish, Master. You must keep your focus, young Padawan, Obi-Wan murmured, so that the others wouldn't overhear. This is not a judgment on you. This is the best way to proceed. Anakin nodded, keeping his eyes down. All right, he muttered. Obi-Wan hesitated. He knew that his Padawan needed him, yet he had to go. He struggled for words to leave behind, but he had none. The only thing left to do was walk away.